now it's been a long it's the inside podcast baseball we haven't we, we, we were back but people didn't know we were gone this is true because i've guided the listeners through of us being in their ears which is kind of creepy. yeah yeah it's I, I guess in in your ears like that little bug thing in in the wrath of khan oh that just goes in and burrows and climbs around until you go crazy yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what we a are, right? Like a meme. Yeah. Yeah. If we're, if we honestly, if we're in your ears, we're probably just going to burrow around in there until you go crazy. That's true. We will. We've done it before. And it's a very fair assessment of our skill set. Mm-hmm. It's what we do. We've been trained this way. We're trained to do it. We're trained to burrow around in your ears and make you go crazy and eat your brains. Oh, I was going to just like say we could just sing great music but sure you want to eat their brains like a like a zombie worm cool okay cool yeah well no we're not really mr mind we're that bug from city alpha five okay yeah four five huh? four four it's not city alpha five four yeah five anyway four um five four. Alpha, it's gonna six. make you think about it it's gonna make city you think alpha, about six. it six five four well we're not six, talking about seven, wrath of khan today eight. so i've seen i see five lights what? I see four lights. I see five lights. You don't you see you get the Wrath of Khan jokes, but you don't get the I know that you're talking next gen jokes. You're talking next gen. I got it. I knew I knew that. I knew that. Well, on on There's the three first page of Destroyer Jack, I see one light. Yeah, that's true. There's so, only one light. Yeah, I mean it, um <laughs> That sounds like like it it's like that right there. What you're doing burrows through my ear, my brains out. Whatever Does that being oh, thing is. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was okay I... like the first time, and then the second time, and then the third time. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> this is Destroyer Duck number two, originally yeah. published by Eclipse Publishing, I believe. I recall yes. my notes from last last week. Mm-hmm. And we're here with another tale of Duke the Destroyer Duck. Not Duke. Duke the Dumpster Drossy. <laughs> no, Duke the Destroyer Duck. Uh, the manslaying mallard on a mission of vengeance. Which you know it. I love yeah. the, the Marvel-esque banner at the top, by the way, yeah. now that we get. Uh, thank you. Uh, created by Steve Gerber and Jack Kirby. Alfredo Alcala, the inker. Uh, it does say original inker here. So, oh, because there's no inks. Yeah, Dan, yeah. you're a genius. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because we're reading the graphite version from yes. tomorrow's publishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I did look at eBay to try to get some Destroyer Duck original books. Yeah, uh, and you don't know that uh, I was unsuccessful <laughs> so far. <laughs> no dice, no dice. But, and, you know, there's a willing threshold that I'm willing to pay for what you said were dollar bin books, with the exception of the first well, issue. They they were. No, no, I'm like back. I would say I think even now. Do you think they're dollar bin books or do you think except they, the first, I, mean, I would based say on the were. eBay pricing I'm seeing? Yeah, yeah, except for the first issue. I would say they were dollar bin books back like 10 years ago for sure. Like nobody. Was so maybe they're two dollar bin books, right? Or, okay. you know, yeah. they're four dollar books, but I'm not paying ten dollars. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, maybe I will. You know, I do get a little obsessive about these things we do, but it's true. Uh, anyway, uh, this one's called Mommy Noises. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah uh okay <laughs> <It's kinda> creepy <laughs> yeah and it's like in this I, you know i would love to give this to todd klein to get an analysis of this lettering Ask some questions yeah yeah to find out 
Um, but this was drawn. I believe these letters were not um, Orchesky or yeah, it, these are not his name. Orchesky. Thank you. Uh, so they, they were originally, but I think they've been redone by it for tomorrow. Well, the letters were redone, but I'm specifically talking about the the graphic at the top. That might oh. have been oh oh. That might have been Tom, or it could have yeah. been Jack Kirby. I, I don't know, and I didn't see it in the notes. Because a lot of time when you'll see a logo like that, it's actually the letter doing yeah. it. Yeah. But it does look, it does almost have some Kirby Crackle-esqueness to it, so. And we're just diving right in. I mean, it's amazing that we yeah. want to talk about. No, it's got a lot of, like, the page itself has so much stuff going on on the page. There's many things. There's rats, there's ducks, there's somebody creeping there's a in light the background. Bulb. A light bulb. Bing. Children. A light bulb is this thing screwed into a, a thing. I think they have lights down. had filaments in it. And those filaments. Fill a who? And if you were in a basement like this, the filaments didn't necessarily work very well. Yeah, I didn't know. Now yeah. you can buy your light bulbs in various shades of LED, which is a light emitting <laughs> diode. Yes. But and back in the olden days, back in the olden days, there were filaments and filaments. Well, anyway, we've got a lot going on on the first page. We've got it is the mistaken opinion of Duke Destroyer Duck that his mission, the world of pink primates, has been accomplished. Ned Packer, president of God Corp LTD. Thank you for the recap and murderer of Duke's best friend, the little guy who's might be Howard the Duck. Might be. We but we're not going to say that because we don't want to be sued. The little guy is dead. Dead. Holmes, the little guy's attorney, has filed suit against God Corp, alleging everything from monopolistic trade practices to the vivisection of sapien life force. Whoa. We've got a nice news article with Holmes' lawyer and his justice suit down at the bottom. Yeah. And uh, honestly, there's everything in this page because it's a Jack Kirby page. And well, with the exception of the bill, as we were made aware of last time. Uh, <laughs> right everything and there's even some rats that make an appearance later but i don't yeah. think they're the same rats unless they went from new york to hokum uh, which is a rats. country yeah. yeah which is apparently a country anyway so duke builds a new nega space transport for his journey home unaware that the death or its duly appointed agent has drawn a bead on his on his feathered skull oh no and we're in it's happening and this we meet dude. Your, yeah we meet uranus <laughs> p chicago Uranus P. Chicago. What a name. Where's that guy named, come up with the name that way? <laughs> well, he went on an acid trip in 1968 and named himself after his astro astrological reading. Oh, okay. At least, that's what, at least that's what my evidence says here. Oh. If I went back to my comic files, just like they do in She-Hulk, and I pulled this issue out, this would tell me about his origin. And he, he doesn't really stick along, but he's eating an ice cream cone? Yeah. <laughs> ice cream. And he's about to shoot at duke uh he's uh -huh. not a very good shot though misses and duke holds up whatever metal he's holding to block the bullets and <laughs> and in classic shitty henchman fashion he's like what's wrong with you duck why don't you die isn't that what every <laughs> bad guy says in wrestling yeah. too yeah why don't you stay down ah and like any good baby face in wrestling duke uh trashes cut makes a big comeback puts uh breaks a water pipe uh i don't know what he does to his face there it's like a yeah, hammer. A, yeah, a hammer to the a mouth hammer in his face. A hammer to the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Breaks and it then in his mouth. <laughs> really weird discussion. Oh, yeah. It's it, I, I think we could skip most of it because it's pretty, um, pretty, pretty messed weird. up for the time. It, yeah, it's it, it, it was messed up back then. It's messed up it's messed for up sure now. <laughs> yeah, it's messed up now 
for sure. But I mean, the whole discussion, like, I mean, three panels of like, wow. <laughs> Where it just, it, it's Gerber, just like how crazy this guy is, right? Yeah, he's, and, he's and out there. Don't let's do just establish kids. that this guy is 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 off. And Duke also recognizes. And so he I, doesn't kill him. It is interesting, though, because, like, I mean, uh, I'm, my assumption is, like, it is definitely, like, they do pull from the headlines. This character is definitely uh, someone. Well, there's two timers here. Well, uh, the headlines. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, yes, yes. No, no. Um, Uranus is definitely someone who, uh, during the time frame, there were a, a few, uh, because he's obviously doing this for for the love of an actress, uh, that was definitely a a thing that was happening. Wasn't uh, it Morgan Fairchild? Um, I don't think it was Morgan Fairchild. I want to say it was um, uh, uh, Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, but there was there was a there was a couple people that were doing things for the love. Of course, of... then Hollywood did the whole movie with Jennifer Jason Lee in it, the single mm-hmm. white female too, which is yeah. was weird and creepy based on what was going on. I, yeah. I've always thought that was an interesting movie to put out. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, we get to the end of this and Duke demands to know who sent this guy after him. And he finds out it's somebody named Medea who works yeah. for. Wait. From the movies about. <laughs> yes, um, this is it was definitely reference. now. <laughs> actually, I think now we know why he calls it Tyler Perry's media. Yeah, that was, he doesn't want to be confused. Gerber. Medea. <laughs> and after that reading be, this comic, I can see I, why I wouldn't, because then you'd have some mommy noises for sure. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm so funny when I'm cross dressing. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, oh, that's not what this is about. That's not what this book is. Well, it's not Tyler Perry's idea. Spanks it on Halloween. It's it's uh, it, it is uh, Duke Duck going after Medea, the bad one. All right. Well, bad uh, Duke, Duke kicks Uranus in the Uranus. <laughs> he does. He kicks them in the Uranus. And uh, and they actually cut out a line uh, that Jack Kirby wrote in. Because you just need to read the book and you can read the line for yourself. But apparently it indicated that Uranus really enjoyed the beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, Bring it. <laughs> they even thought that went too far. So they even had to draw themselves back. Mm-hmm. Well, Duke heads upstairs in what we see as the Bowery Hills Hotel. And it looks like it's just a whole bunch of people sleeping in a line. Yeah. It's a he, he does tell he tells the drunk. uh the drunk uh, clerk that they desk person, desk clerk to go fix the water downstairs. They call a plumber. Mm-hmm. Cute. You know, I was with Gerber, too. I, I read this and I just an observation about it. Uh, it's you know how when we were reading the Iron Man books. Yeah. And you thought the jokes were OK, but I thought the jokes were sort of forced. Right. It's interesting when I read Gerber, I they just seem like in line with the character. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because the character, yeah, you're like, oh, this character would make a joke like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, they don't, I mean, they're equally cheesy comments, but they don't seem forced. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, Well, anyway, so Duke goes to sleep thinking uh, God Corp only knows. So that's what he's he's thinking about. God Corp only knows about all these members and everything. And it says (laughs) on 
that discorded to note the great gray mallard slips into troubled slumber troubled slumber i'm loving some of the the narration in the background in this one. Oh yeah well half a world away in the middle eastern emirate of hokum and before we get into this mm-hmm. i just want to say greg and i are very much aware of what's going on the, in the world right now yes uh when you call a country hokum uh-huh. I think you can probably understand it is a farcical reference to activities in the Middle East at that time mm-hmm. that the book was written in 1981. 81, yes. Yes. So I just want you to keep that in mind. Oddly, uh, though, I do believe they were dealing with the same things that we're dealing with now, just differently. Less yes, technology. Uh, <laughs> but I also just need to get this out there that uh, yeah. our discussion here in no way uh, has Gregory endorsing either side. Either side, yeah. Yeah, it's it just happens to be that this book you're reading a comic book that cover to cover situations happening in the Middle East and unintentionally happening in the same place. <laughs> yes. So we just we want we want to get that out there. So yes. uh, and I, I would even go further in saying I, I don't endorse the slaughtering of any one side. Yeah. Uh, in anything that's stupid. So Oddly, uh, you can pick a book two months prior to. You know, you say, hey, we're going to do this book and you don't know how the world is going to uh, handle themselves. Yes. And, and strangely, you, you may think that we are stunningly unprepared, but at times we do actually prepare. So, yeah, and, and emphasize sort of prepare. But we sort did of. have this. We did pick out the book and I'm not going to we're not going to turn this into Internet International Affairs politics cast but no, no. Uh, let's say that so we meet well we'll more focus on fo- focus on mr cogburn here and mr. we meet mr cog cogburn who is a associate of god corp and kind of looks like abraham lincoln it kind of does <laughs> he he actually to me he it's a kirby creation and he looks like the high father in god, oh, exactly. okay yeah the high father in the god. yeah that's true yeah. I mean, if you're making a comic book comparison, but yeah, I can see him looking like Abraham Lincoln as well. Yeah. I don't know from the notes. I didn't see who Co- Cogburn's supposed to represent necessarily. Um, as- assuming based on traded over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my assumption is he's supposed to be some sort of corporate guy in Marvel comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. I mean, he's just a, he's just an everyman. <laughs> but basically he, he represents Mr. Upwind. And Mr. Upwind is the new CEO of God oh, Corp. Okay. Yeah. You need a, need a new one. And he's not downwind, so all of his farts go in your general direction. No! Yeah. And basically, he says that Mr. Cogburn is like, he, he just insults all these guys and calls them pissant, coward terrorists, and they shoot him and he falls off the building. And then a really creepy, <laughs> some really creepy shit happens. Yeah. So he falls down. We get some nice dialogue about how every bone shatters on impact after he fell 23 stories. Rats come and they're looking at him. And then uh, his spine just sort of leaves his body. Yeah. Just pops right out of his back. (laughs) Crawling around like a snake. Um, I mean, now, I don't know. I don't know. But he does have a full beard, but he does have a mustache. He'd say if he didn't have the full beard he had a partial beard he could look a little bit say wolfy or maybe small canadian animal like oh oh yeah yeah like a like a um 
like a like a goose. Yeah, got it. Canadian goose. Yeah, it would almost be like now I was sort of thinking he looks like the team in college football that steals the signs from the other team, but kind of didn't really get in trouble. Oh, oh, the um, uh, the They're blue and Badgers maze. The Badgers. No, no, no oh. wasn't that one. Oh, oh, the Oregon Ducks. No. Oh, there's no I don't think there are Canadian ducks. Yes, that's yes, pretty yeah. much that's pretty much factual. There are no ducks in the entire <laughs> country of Canada. OK, um, I went I went to I went I found that on Wikipedia. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Who knew? OK, continue. This is important facts we're reading today. This is an educational podcast. Well, we're facts. out of we're out of we're out of the country of Hokum. Uh, yeah. Dan facts. You know, I think I'll make bad jokes to get out of the discussion of what was there that we just were looking at. So now we're some hours later, Don breaks over the Long Island headquarters of the world's largest corporation and Sydney Upwind, chairman of the board. Uh We get introduced to some new characters. So we're going to go through a couple of them in here in order. Uh, But Mr. Upwind saying that they have the most serious crisis in our corporate history. Oh, no. The hokum deal must go off as planned. Yeah. We have lost the other guy. Oh, I just no. forgot his name. <laughs> oh, the, the main <laughs> Who boss? died last issue. Yeah, oh, unimportant guy. <laughs> He's not really. He is because his brother's right. Ned Packer. We lost Packer, Ned, Ned Packer. Packer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jim Shooter. <laughs> Steve Gerber <laughs> murdered Jim Shooter in the first issue. Yeah. Which I just, you know, I mean, did we fault him? No, he was angry with him. <laughs> Mr. Shooter, I just want to let you know that eventually I'm going to ask you? you to come on this podcast so I can interview so I can learn all about what you were thinking as a 14 year old and a 13 year old <laughs> about the Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> so I just want you to understand this is all in jest. Like we really do. I mean, we admired your blog that bragged about everything, yeah. how you created everything in comics. Yeah. And then we even did an entire podcast about, you know, you being the introduce illicit drugs into comic books. Right. Sure so. Did. Yeah, so I, I mean, I just want you to know, I love you, Jim Shooter. Like, I mean, you, you've left a mark on my childhood, not as much as one as Keith Giffen and Paul Levitz, who really perfected doing the Legion later. But I, I but, 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 you know, I mean, if I ever had the chance, right, to to have you here, right, I, I want that, right. Yeah. So, so, but, but, I mean, but maybe Steve Gerber justifiably murdered you in a comic. So, I, possibly. I, yeah. Well, anyway, so. We're introduced to Wablina Strangelegs, uh, the head of Godcorp <laughs> Sociotechnology Division. Wablina Strangelegs. Yeah, Wablina Strangelegs. And she does enforcement concepts. Uh, okay. She, she mentioned oh. they, were, they were trying to take up. Because remember, if you looked at the original, for, it, we'd have to go back to page one of, of, mm-hmm. of the first book, right, to see all the divisions. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Enforcement concepts. So, like, repossessions. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're Yeah, right. <laughs> And Got then it. Mead Packer. Mead Packer. The brother of the late Ned Packer. <clears throat> so um, he's in charge of entertainment concepts. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's all like always drinking mead. Sure. He's packing it in. And he is uh, he their big star vanilla cupcake. OK. Which uh, I don't think Cabbage Patch dolls were out yet. Uh, right? Strawberry shortcake. Was strawberry shortcake out in 1981. Yeah, uh, I definitely was getting strawberry shortcake vibes uh, off of this because it's a that doll that has a scent. Vanilla cupcake. Vanilla cupcake, uh, strawberry. strawberry shortcake. And it's a doll that has a smell. Yeah. As we start to. Or a person. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a well, it's a person. It's a real person. Well, and oddly enough, the creator of Strawberry Shortcake is a very small person, a small stature person who, when drawing Strawberry Shortcake, you know, obviously most most creators model themselves or model their characters. And uh, I find it interesting because if you take a look at her and take a look at the original Strawberry Shortcake lineup and stuff like that, they all kind of have a look that's very similar to a young her. <laughs> oh, well, and shoot, the... Uh, according to Wikipedia, and I just want to share that also informed me. Uh, I, you remember Wikipedia informed me that there yes. are no ducks in the entirety of Canada. Yeah, yeah. So I want to stress that um, the character Strawberry Shortcake was originally created by Barbie Sargent, mm-hmm. who was then working as a freelance artist for American Greetings. The character first appeared on Laurel's Valentine's Day greeting card in 1972. Mm-hmm. I had no freaking idea. OK. Yeah. Um and of course, it had the '80s cartoon, so this would fit. Uh, oh, 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 oh! Did you shit. just get to the? Did you just get to the weird side note where her story fits into this story uh-huh. because in she May did not 19... get any rights for her creation? Yeah. In in May of 1983, following a court case, copyrights to Strawberry Shortcase were granted to Barbie Sargent from American Greetings Corporation. So this follows almost the exact same fucking timeline as Steve Gerber's fight for. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know the end when he wrote this, but that's fucking hilarious. And that's why I think they chose Vanilla Cupcake, and st- you know, to 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 be overlaying the Strawberry Shortcake story. Uh, okay. She, but oddly or sadly, though, because she also did, she was a big designer of other characters or other other things uh, that were like um, very large in. Uh, from the 80s time frames, uh, Care Bears uh, did a lot of work on Care Bears Rainbow Bright, other stuff like that. If I believe, if I believe correctly, and you might be able to verify that on the Wikipedia there, um, other things that she worked on, but she did not get any any of the rights for any of those things. So uh, when you do see this creator out at shows, and she's still going to shows, and she's in her 80s, um, go buy something from her, find her on her like on her social medias and just like go pick up something because honestly this is how she's paying for all the things that she's needing now (laughs) when it looks like yeah because she didn't get at least the first three television specials were 80 81 and 82 and then 83 84 85 so she would have probably gotten paid for latter and that's just a small percentage and i can tell you that like if they're gonna offer you two percent on the end deal it's not very much i mean not that you would know from your not that i would know from your Okay, so uh, <laughs> now we'll get anyway. Okay, so uh, they Ned Packer wants uh, her kissing that general uh, that we met earlier in Hokum, the country. So oh, yeah. they're trying to they're trying to politically spin a now now is here I where I will mention uh, they're trying to politically spin a war in the Middle East. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, to get for their own corporate gain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Not you, obviously, and no, not the audience. But yeah, like. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm happy doing... to come. I'm happy to comment on that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh, corporations shouldn't put their. We stand with so and so. Like fuck you. No. You sell shit to me. <laughs> you just don't stand... stand for anything but that. Yeah, you just want I work up. for a large corporation. I very much know what the mission is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 
So Abel Stug, uh, head of, of God Corp's Human Needs Division, my people will move in after the liberation to provide alternatives for Hokemites <coughs> in the areas of healthcare, sewage, nutrition, housing, and the mourning process. We want to establish a nurturing, caring relationship between Hokem and God Corp. So God Corp, if you haven't figured this out, is trying to go into this country and be the corporate stabilizing so then they can basically own it. Yeah. Sounds so fun. Kind of stabilization move. But we do have an issue yes. um, because there's also something going on, going after murdering Ned Packer and Wobblina. Wobblina says she's going to dispose of the duck matter. Yes. And she says, Medea is my next stop. So now we're going to meet Medea. There's a lot of character meeting here in these pages. And we get uh, shortly in the offices of enforcement concepts, L&D. Um, we have a woman beating the hell out of some dude. Mm hmm. Bad boys, bad boys. You disobeyed boy. me. Bad. You'll feel the forks of Medea, and she, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know what's going on right now. But sh there is a vanilla cupcake with a with a a, a, a giant knife through it. Yeah. And then another one with a cleaver. Uh huh. And then there's a severed head. I don't know what her issue with vanilla cupcake is. Uh, I don't know. She's got some definite like. Uh, um... I want to say Electra vibes. <laughs> I guess. I uh, yeah. Wow. Well, I, and their forks. <laughs> They're kind of like. And size. the man says it was an accident, and she says every accident is somebody's fault. Is this how you repay your mommy with carelessness? <sighs> and then she grabs what looked like giant barbecue forks. Yeah. Just got to them up. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then uh, Wobblina kind of takes her out and flips her around with her wobbly legs. It's also getting like, uh, I, I think that, too, you think about the whole relationship with Kirby and DC over the new gods. Mm -hmm. And we've already seen like a dead ringer for uh, the High Father. Mm -hmm. And now we get sort of the vibe of the female furies and granny goodness. OK, yeah. OK. And so. We're seeing a little bit of that here, too, which is OK. Uh, yeah. So maybe, you know, he's he's probably taking a little stab <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at his own creation there. Yeah. All right. I get what you yeah. did there. Yeah. See, Greg's not the only one that's funny. Ah, ah, ah. Well, anyway, so she subdues Medea. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. And tells her that mommy will kill ducks and not employees. And mom and she says, mommy's a grown up. Uh, uh, mommy can kill anybody she wants to strangle legs. So uh, there's a little conflict going on. And then we get into the lawyer's office and we find out who Medea is. So oh. apparently Medea murdered her children with barbecue forks. Oh, OK. And since she was in California in court, she didn't have to go. She went to a mental hospital for two years and they let her out. And apparently, while she was in the mental hospital and 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 Holmes and and, and Duke had figured this out all in like five minutes, mm -hmm. she reprogrammed people to murder for her. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah. I mean, thank you, exposition lad. OK, so now we get now we get back to the action and Duke is leaving, leaves the office and he going away from Holmes, the lawyer and a very creepy <laughs> <laughs> this Medea over his head is really fucking creepy. Yeah, hiding in the ceiling. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go ahead and, and just, like, I'm not going to pause the podcast, but I'm I'm actually going to snap that right now. OK, snap that picture. It is an interesting 
Oh, yeah, that's going on our bumper for this podcast. <laughs> it's like it's I, I don't think it's as creepy as the cover from OMAC number one. No, it's not. But it's definitely but up it's there. pretty much there. Yeah. Kirby I mean, has she's some... not dismembered, but that yeah. smile. Yeah, like it's yeah. distant and away. <laughs> yeah, like Jack Kirby. <laughs> He's got a way. He's got a way about him. Jack fucking Kirby. I'm like, Jack Kirby, like, he... I I know the faults with the blockiness and things like that and the criticisms of Kirby, but there's a reason people study this guy. And it is just... I mean, obviously, the body of work. Mm-hmm. You know, and they always say, like, I think I like the Baseball Hall of Fame. Like, you could be amazing for eight years, right, or nine years and get in the Baseball Hall of Fame, or you can be, like, uh, you know, be in the major leagues for, like, 20 years at, at, a, at a, like, above average level, right? And not above average. I mean, we'll say star level, right? Or you can be a superstar for a short time. You know, Kirby is a star for a long time, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I don't... But you, it's... And, and the reason for his longevity is are, are things like this. Like, this looks terrifying. Definitely. It's scary. Just, just off-putting. Weird. It's, it's, it's terrifying. And then the next one where she's holding... Like, he could have drawn horror comics, right? Yeah, he could have. And the the box for the lettering. She says, yeah, don't you be scared. Mommy is here. She'll take good care of you forever and ever. As she's about to stab him, stab Duke. So she's ambushed Duke, uh, for those of you keeping up with the story. And Duke flips her around and, and kicks her. And I don't know how to best describe this picture. It looks like her head has done a complete 360. It's crazy. It's... <laughs> She bends around a lot. Also, the rollers in her hair are just fucking amazing. Like, <laughs> she reminds me of the the housewives from Glow. Oh, yeah. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. For yes. those of you that weren't children of the 80s, look them up. They carried. I, I know I've mentioned them on the podcast before. They brought like a plunger and a mop to the ring. Uh, they, yeah, they were great. And they, they were making fun of stereotypes, too. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is as well, right? So anyway, she pulls out a hairpin and hits Duke with it. And then what's she throwing at? Oh, she throws her forks or barbecue tongs and she misses him. And they then she somehow has more of them and she uh, just murders two police officers there. Stabby, stabby, stabby. Yeah, it's it's bad. And then uh, they get, and we still get this, all this, and this, ah, did mommy give you a fright? It is, the dialogue here is so It's interesting. <laughs> Come along now and mommy will fix you all up. It is, and the people around, like, it's not just Duke, but then the way Kirby draws the reactions is what's going on from the, yeah. from the, the from the bystanders. They're just like all uh, terrified. All yeah. of them. Because it's very and, yeah, and early on, before people knew what was going on, there was a couple like kids in the background, like saying it was like Disney World and Hi Donald the Duck, and yeah, and then pretty within like a second, they're all terrified because they're watching people get murdered. Right. right. And uh, Duke pulls uh, the uh, he called it a curler. It looked like a hairpin, but anyway, the curler he says, "Damn, some kind of toxin on the curler. Arms as cold as yesterday's oatmeal, and about as useful." Uh, I'm coming, Ma, just a minute. And because she says to him, you hear me, duck, come along or mommy will play the game all by herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is who? OK, 
I don't know if this is the time to talk about 80s moms, but this was a lot of the language of 80s moms, too. I'm not. <laughs> I believe I heard many of these things growing up. It's and it, it like it even more creepy. And out of context, it's just so, it, I mean, it, with no context for people, and they're like, what was going on? <laughs> well, we leave the fight. Yeah. And meanwhile, at the headquarters of Medical Concepts LTD, and as you recall, last issue, we learned that Medical Concepts is where they send their properties when they, they want to control them or they think they've outlived their usefulness, as you recall. That's where they dissected. Oh, yeah, a little uh, guy. A little duck, a little guy. So... And we get a same scene. We get, ah, it's a shame we can't synthesize the formula yet, Dr. Roxnitz. Roxnitz. But the pain she's feeling will be gone by morning, whereas yeah. the revenue she's generating will be there the rest of her life. <laughs> I just, I actually added, there's no ha, 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 ha. That's just a She's screaming. And uh, anyway, basically, they've got vanilla cupcake TM. This is fantastic. So I'm glad you knew about the strawberry shortcake stuff because I did not. You're welcome. And not, I, I try to avoid I, that like the plague as a um, child. Hey, it's one of those things where I might not always know the stuff, but when I do, I bring it. When you do, the most popular man in the world. Mm, interesting man. Uh, no, that's TM'd already. You can't have that one. Oh, dang it. Are you trying well, to get us sued? I, I, you're right. You're right. I am the most, I, I'm the most, uh, questionable man in the world. Well, not questionable man. <laughs> I, well, I, I just <laughs> the most questionable man. Interesting. You fit right in this comic book story. Bizarre man in the world. I, I mean, I'm the guy that brought a, a, a chili to the chili cook off at work today. I wasn't, I, I, didn't tell anybody I was bringing one. I wasn't invited to this thing. Um, so I you showed went to up. A chili cook off without being invited yeah. to a chili cook off. And then you know I, I brought a chili with tuna fish in it. I mean, who does that? My God, what? I mean, are you doing. And then and then everybody was like, "Wow, that's an interesting chili." And then after everyone ate it, I said, "Hey, it had tuna fish in it." And then you watched everybody go, uh, making that like. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> what if they had like Sorry. a fish off? Well, too? the funny thing is, is there was no tuna fish in there. I see. So, so you just put the mercury from the tuna fish. No, I just put the fear that there was tuna fish in there. I see. So I'm not where, sure where this story is going, but yeah. I, I definitely know that um, Vanilla Cupcake is the hottest licensing property in history. Just like my tuna fish chili. Sure. I mean, the story totally fit. Like, it made total sense. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, just as everything I, I say on this podcast completely fits with where we're going, and I never lose my thoughts. But basically, uh, <laughs> Mead Packer. <laughs> yes, Mead Packer. Says me, Mead Packer. Mead Packer. Yeah, Mead Packer. Says, don't cry, Vanilla Cupcake. TM. It'll be over soon. Uncle Mead promises. And she said, Uncle Mead promised percentage of gross, too. Spits in his face. And there we have the story of Vanilla Cupcake. And then they give us a really cool art page where actually they originally drew in Mr. Upwind instead of Uncle Mead. Yeah. And I guess Steve Gerber had it redrawn. They were not on the same page. Eh. Now we say concomitantly. I've never heard that word in my life. Concomitantly. At the same time. I would be thinking concurrently. Yeah. Like, concurrently. Uh, concomitantly. <laughs> we definitely were writing down to the sixth grade reading level. Um, superior. Uh, we've got the the folks. 
um, from Hokum that are trying to overrun the country, all celebrating. And here comes our good friend. Uh, what was his name? Good Burger, Gottlieb, Godepest, uh, Good Gutentagen. I, I do you remember his name? I'm going Ooh. back in the book. Ooh. The guy that whose spine eliminated oh. his body. He's back. His name was. Uh, uh, shoot. I, I'm back. Coburg. Here. I got Coburg. Coburg. Goldberg. Coburg. Coburg. Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. If you were conquering Minton, uh, trying to figure that out as we were reading. Cogburn. 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 Whatever. I mean, Cogburn. Cog. You and I were. You and I were both doing it at the same time, simultaneously. Simultaneously. In time and space, in different places at the same time. Yes. Dan that's... and Greg go on a quest to figure out who <laughs> Cogburn who is, is. Cogburn. Is. Cogburn. He's he a man back. with a spine. Well, he does have it. Yeah, actually, no. That's the only thing he has in his spine. Oh. Oh, okay. But he's we are now, man. he's back, and he is a party animal, and he is... I like uh, mur- <laughs> Yeah, he's murdering everyone. Murderlicious. We, we presume, because we don't see it on screen. Yeah, we don't see it on screen, but he's got, he's double fisting a couple of uh, um, big guns. Yeah. And he's going to town. Well, now we're back to Manhattan. Traffic snag has developed the corner of Madison Avenue and 57th Street, and we're also alerted that that is the location of Marvel Comics headquarters. Mm-hmm. at the bottom of the page i see uh it well was because yeah marvel, was. marvel's in la now right mm-hmm. until they figure I... out until they figure out that la is too much for because mm-hmm. he couldn't take it they need to go back to worry yes you know because he's gonna leave mm-hmm. on that midnight train yes eat yeah. hot eat some hot cola bolo oh <laughs> that, okay so uh we've got a big fight scene going on and yeah I just moved it right along. Uh, and we've got a bunch of people <laughs> yelling about shutting up and getting out of the way. And everybody's fighting in the background. They're kind of fighting. The one guy can't move his car because he has a barbecue fork stuck in his distributor cap. How many barbecue forks does this Medea lady have? She's got a lot. It's like she's, Tyler Perry's Medea's Big Barbecue. Is that? She's she's forking it up. Downtown is forked up because of Medea. That's it. Oh, Tyler Perry, Medea's for- forked up barbecue party. There we go. Okay, there we go. Got it. Good. A very, a very Medea forked up barbecue party. Well, she's serving lunch every day. <laughs> oh, Steaks. Tyler Perry's digestible. It's a Medea barbecue party. Steaks, ribs, got everything. Duck, yeah. roast duck. Yeah, all of it. Well, I, I hate to break it to you. Uh, he tackles Medea. She goes down. However, in the process, she reaches up with a barbecue fork and we may be having roast duck next to it because he says she's not even a competent psychopath. <sighs> and the police pull the fork out of his back. Probably not what they should have done. I think no. They should have gotten in medical treatment first. Right. Because, I mean, he's... it's not the stab wound that will kill you. It's the sudden loss of pressure. <laughs> It's not the, it's not the, it's not the, it's not, I should say, it's not the knife, it's the, not the fork stabbing the duck. It's the sudden loss of pressure once they remove it. And with that, by the way, the dialogue is fantastic. Greg was doing a certain Medea jokes. So, like, he, Greg was actually covering the steaks, ribs, you name it. Got it. But the last, the last caption is with that, the grim gray mallard falls. Next, vanilla extract. There's going to be a third issue, Greg. Oh, my gosh. The third issue. I do find it funny is that, like, I mean, 
<laughs> We're going to have weenies every day for lunch. You must have struck a nerve. Damn you, Medea. Come back here. I'm only wounded. Mommy didn't win. <laughs> I, I, I find that like it's a whole entire like mommy won. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah. It's, it's in Medea's. Medea's won the day so far. Yeah, oh, yeah. Duke's not. Duke looks in bad shape. Duke is in dire straits. He's really ducked up. She forked All right. real good. Well, we're going to get back to more Historia Duck next episode. Yes, sir. Because we love this. And I hate to break it to you fans, but I I still love this. Greg said it was going to get really out there, but I still very much love this. Oh, I, I love it, too. But you until that next episode drops. <laughs> the, next, the next issue it's a wild one well this is the one where you've read ahead and i'm actually reading as we go we'll oh. see what happens i can't wait uh i don't know what's gonna happen to duke this is kind of fun because i really don't know what happens next so i can't foreshadow anything i'm just like all right next page here we go and you know what happens and you know i anyway by the way you're getting my genuine reactions i have not read ahead all I can tell you is the cover looked really messed up on the next issue. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at that right now. It's, it's jacked. I see some chains. I see vanilla cupcake. Uh-huh. Some guns. And I see a guns, duck. A duck. A, a dude. And somebody in a space helmet. Space helmet. It'll all be explained to you in the next. Maybe it's Grimbor. It's, it is. Oh, my God. How did you know? But it's actually it's actually not it's not Grimbor. It's actually um it's a grandma, so it's Grambor, the chains ma. And basically she <laughs> finds all the <laughs> Grambor. Grambor, the chains ma. And uh Chains Ma finds all the, the young ones and chains them down. <laughs> God. Um yeah, so basically what you can expect next episode is a very Medea Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> thanksgiving <laughs> ah. oh boy well um i think well can you hang on until next episode can you find I, out the fate of destroyer duck can you find out the fate of vanilla cupcake will they, they go back to their owner they stay owned by god Cor- i don't know we'll find out but until you find out greg i feel like you have something to talk about because we talked about it on the last podcast and now it's get- real what, oh, that uh, that that the uh, the Jonely Nunley po- uh, Kickstarter funded? No. Oh. 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 I mean, that's oh. cool. Thank you for all your support for that. I know yeah. John appreciates that. But uh, maybe something that people could pre-order. Oh, okay. You want me to? You want me to talk about uh, Absolute Zero's Camp Launchpad? Or otherwise known as Tyler Medea's or Tyler Perry's <laughs> Medea, a space camp adventure. No, you stopped that, Dan. It's not. This is formerly known as the secret project that Mike and I could not talk about. Uh, so uh, those of you following around, following along, Mike Tanner, a uh, longtime writing partner and friend, uh, the co-creator of Junior Braves and myself have been and working. And former lead singer of MXPX. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't say that because then people will be like, what? Different Mike. Um, <clears throat> but also from, but, but MXPX. <laughs> Uh, is from yes from the state of washington Uh, possibly the worst song ever uh, there's other ones that are bad um anyways so uh but uh mike and i have been working on a secret project that secret project is absolute zeros camp launchpad uh it's being put out by little brown publishing and einhorn epic productions so a a division of hashette 
division of Hachette. <laughs> so, I just want to stay in theme with uh, I, I, I will tell you, and I, I've said this before, and it's very weird. I listen to a lot of audio uh, books on CD, tape, other things like that. I have growing up. Hachette audio production. And hearing that is always like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Maybe someday I'll have something. Maybe someday I'll make something that will have that. And I was like, you know, it's always like that'll never happen because you don't hear it, you know, uh, whatever. And then all of a sudden I get approached to write this book series with Mike. And, you know, like we we pitch this thing and then it, it becomes real and it's put out by these people that I'm like, holy cow, uh, there's a there's there's a, a, a big I want to say gravitas of this i mean i tell my mother-in-law hey have you heard of and she's like yes i i know a little from publishing this is a big deal you are you are writing a, a book <laughs> so well does uh, grandma know that does baba know that? uh my grandma for so until it comes out even when i even when junior braves came out and we went to barnes and noble and went to uh kinikunia uh it was not it was like, oh, hey, this is really cool. You have a book, and it's in it's in two very nice bookstores that I that I like. Um, but it still was not. Uh, um, I don't know. I I think for her, it's like I she her her thing is, you know, you're never gonna be. Uh, you're never gonna really. People aren't gonna know you until you're dead. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, what? Why, why would you say that? <laughs> so, and she, it's it's like it, it's. I think that's just like literally like a that is that is a thing of the generation. But it makes sense because, you know, for the most part, everyone that she knows as a as a writer, creator, somebody that makes books, movies, anything, they're all they're all deceased. <laughs> and well, she didn't know who they were until they until they were deceased. <laughs> well, you know, Baba may not. At a book because you're going to give her. Yes, that's true. But you can you order can. it on Amazon. Absolutely, yeah. by Greg Smith and Mike Tanner, and art by uh, Gabriel Gomez. And you could pre-order now. You can also pre-order on the Little Brown website slash Hachette website. So, yeah, this book's out there. I'll make sure there's a link to ordering it in the podcast notes as well. Uh, you get that on pre-order. Uh, and honestly, too, like. We're not going to beg you to pre-order the book. No. I love Greg's stuff and I order every time myself. But if you do pre-order, it does help the it does. It does help. It does help Little Brown, who is just now getting into these types of books. Right. Um, yeah. Into graphic the novels. For. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, and it, and it, it's it's really I'm just going to say as as the uh, as the the team bringing them their first foray into this into this area. This is a huge a huge honor for one. And two, um, it is like it, it is a very heavy task, if that makes sense for any anybody that's listening that's done anything creative. Uh, it's it's like there's a lot of weight on there. I feel like uh, <laughs> Atlas or Hercules or, uh, you know, Sisyphus trying to push that rock up a hill. Uh, really? It, it, uh, yeah, it's been well, I mean, we've been working on this for like. Five well, because years. when you said Atlas, I heard you say I felt like I you said Alice, and so then I went to Alice from the Brady Bunch. Who it was a big lift for her to run it, that house. Well, it really was, and she, she really took care of those she, kids. She like, took care of those kids, and she yeah. then that wasn't her job. Like Mike and no. Carol were supposed to be taking care of their yeah. fucking kids, but yeah. Alice, Alice, Alice did that. 
yeah. She did everything. When things went sideways, she was there, you know. And she had a life outside of the house, but she was always there. Didn't and, she date uh, Sam the Butcher, right? She did. You know? She did. Yeah. Um, and that's but, kind of like what your partnership with Mike is. Yeah. It's like dating Sam the Butcher. Yeah, but thankfully on this project, we have Gabrielle. And uh, I will say, Gabrielle, without her, we would not have this amazing art that uh, every time she's put pages back to us or drawn anything to show us what her thoughts for uh, panels, pages, characters, any anything, I have been blown away because it has this i want to say a feel to it the artwork it has this uh, reminiscent feel but it's a new story but it has that kind of oh yeah and it's I, it's a little bit uh I, a little bit space camp a little bit meatballs <laughs> so so it'll 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 let you feel it's gonna make you feel like you've been hanging out with mommy medea no that reminiscent feel no no mommy medea <laughs> oh i see oh uh, no. i know and, and I, actually i've heard all about like this so i'm really excited about what how they're going to like this it's it's kind of fantastic right yeah. listeners if yeah. you buy this book it does bring you back to the old days of washington state it's gonna do some feels a new mxpx cd is going to be released with every copy no don't say that because that's not true but if you do go to the einhorn epic Pro- uh, productions website uh, that will be linked you can go get yourself merch because there's t-shirts and stickers made up for us which as a creator um, I'm used to doing that myself not having someone say hey you know what we did for this uh, we, we actually made some stuff ah so, so you could get a t-shirt and yeah. with every purchase of a t-shirt or sticker you will indeed get an mxpx <laughs> I would wish that it was any other band I mean not I, I like MXPX <laughs> But I mean, <laughs> signed by Jim Shooter. Oh, my God. I, I like MXPX um, and I have I have a bunch of their CDs. Uh, but at the same point that there's uh, so many other great Washington bands. Out there. All right. So that's it, friends. Order uh, order I mean, as soon as MXPX possible. It will get your MXPX months. CD. And of course, you will get a barbecue fork. And oh, you <laughs> You're just doing this to just drive me nuts. Oh, my gosh. Well, you, you were wondering, uh, you were wondering in Omaha how I sold all of your books off the table. So oh, I'm just oh saying. Gosh, gosh, Well, you know, you know, my my roommate, Howard, he went to he went to high school. The guys remember. And and then it and then he saw Bremerton and was like, oh, my God, because he went to he lived in Bremerton. And uh, <laughs> I mean, we were fortunate enough. To, we went to we went to a high school that like famous people went to. <laughs> So sure, sure we did. Yeah, I mean, what um, the Harbor Brothers? <laughs> you know, they had that band. Greg Smith. No, I mean he's not. Well, uh, he is now because he has a book published by Hachette <laughs> slash Little Brown. So there you go. That's all you need to be famous. Book published by Little Brown, and now you're famous. Oh you God. are not going to be able to walk the streets of Ballard uh, ever again. I because they're going to be like your te- you're standing 10 feet off the beal. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> and, le- and let alone let alone the streets of Kent. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm already. Well, I, I honestly I OK, just 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 for those listening, if you are if you if you are from Kent and you and, and you know, you know, my wife's story, you and you see me around, you already do it. But it is it that that's a weird thing. And I'm just going to put that out there. 
uh, when people holler at me for the for the store or they see me driving around town and I get honked at like I gotta think like did I do something to make somebody mad and then I see people waving at me like uh, like just yeah, just they're insane like, amounts of waving and I'm like guys? oh my gosh they're waving at me because of the shop or like no <laughs> so are you sure it's because you weren't are you sure it wasn't because you were wearing your clown shoes no i wasn't wearing i, 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 I can't do that in the in the exterior okay. i can't I, I used to do it i i used to do it in my in my previa the previa was big enough to to do that with clown shoes so but now well, the well you toyota's have see... a bigger bigger area the nissan's too <laughs> well you can also see greg and ann at the human kent washington right downtown uh, you also, if you want to support other businesses and you're in the Seattle Tacoma area and you want to train in jujitsu and learn the art yeah. of grappling, you can visit Certified Martial Arts on 27th and Bridgeport Way, just barely in the city limits of University Place, but just yeah. pretty much. To, uh, and so you could do that. Uh, you can also follow us on the X on the weird blue thing, uh, the Facebook uh Insta, Insta, yeah, Insta, Insta, uh, and of course uh, you can follow our podcast on uh, YouTube or any, or if you have our feed, you can oh. pretty much just put us into any feed thing. That's uh, cool. Just a heads up, uh, there may be some changes to the feed coming up soon, and as they happen, we will be letting you know on social media if that happens. Yep. So. Um, when we know more, you'll know more. When we know more, you'll know more. But there may be some changes to the mothership. So uh, if those changes happen, then there we may be reporting to a new mothership. So it's weird. kind of like, but I can't tell you the order in which it happens because this story, much like Starlight, has no page number. I know. There's no page numbers, just like Starlight. We're writing our own as we go. Or there's no page numbers. There's no page numbers. So I can't. I can't turn the page and yeah, no, but I had a great conversation too. Well, there we go. So we're <laughs> we, we, news, news to come friends, news to come, yes, but the podcast true. is not going away. It just may like a little bit, but uh, like the season, we love change. you. Thank you for our support. But yes. if you do love the podcast, you could always go give us a review on Apple. Yeah. Or give us whatever you do on YouTube. I honestly don't know. I just watch things there, but you can go give I assume us you a, can hit buttons and give us yeah. a rating or something. Yeah, give us a rating or a thumbs up, subscribe it, like it, yeah. um, leave us a comment or whatever. Get the algorithm working in our favor. All those things that that make it make our uh, our shared mutual dreams come true, whatever they may be. We're gonna make it after all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you have yeah. a hat to throw up in the air? Because I don't have one. I, I do. I'm, I'm throwing my hat up in the air. It's my uh, do underwear hat. Because <laughs> I wear it when I podcast. <laughs> that's why you wouldn't go on video today. Well, <laughs> on that note, that's a perfect time to end the podcast. So it's thank you hat for made listening to another edition of Funny Book Forensics, a Medea podcasting experience. <laughs> a Medea podcasting production. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.